need you. He don't need your voice. But he gave it to me. And since he gave it to you, you ought to praise him. Amen in this place. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, saints. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we just want to praise you. Because praise is what we do, Lord. Lord, we just want to thank you. Thank you for being who you are, Lord. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. Lord, thank you for being the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done for us yesterday, years ago. Thank you for what you're doing for us right now. Thank you, Lord, for what you will do for us tomorrow, Lord. Lord, we just give you praises, glory, and honor, Lord. Lord, please, Lord, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, please, Lord, be able to impart knowledge and wisdom to your people, Lord. Lord, move Calvin Price out of the way right now, Lord. Lord, and let me be able to boldly proclaim the word of truth. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. It's in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen in the place. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and ask, are you able to conquer? Don't stop looking at them. Say your enemy. Are you able to conquer your enemy? Keep on looking at them. Keep on looking at them. Now ask them, why are you looking at me? Your enemy is yourself. It ain't nobody else. It's all on me, my enemy. I am my worst enemy. That's what I am. I, I, I'm bad, y'all. Can anything good come from me? He said, man, is but a few days old and he is full of trouble. Already he's full of trouble. You know, uh, I had pastor to, to, to read those, those scriptures here. Yeah? People know how I am. I, I don't really have set scriptures. God don't do it to me that way. He gives me multiple scriptures to, to impart his word. So we're going to start with Second Kings, the story that we all are familiar with. Some of you may be and some of you may not. But it is a story about a man named Naaman. Now Naaman was the commander of the Syrian army. But Naaman had one problem. And his problem was he had leprosy. Yes, that means he had a discoloration. Of his skin. You follow me? Also, leprosy was or could be contagious. Uh, Y'all ain't feeling me yet. Y'all ain't with me yet. They ain't with me yet, George. It is a thing that could infect other people. So it is contagious. The writer said, and I'm reading from the New King James Version in 2 Kings chapter 5. Start at verse 9. It says, Then Naaman went with his horses and chariots, and he stood at the door of Elijah's house. Elijah is the prophet. He's the man of God at this particular time. It said, And Elijah sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be what? All right, you with me then. And Naaman became what? Angry, I like how the new King James said, he became furious and went away and said, Indeed, 
I said to myself, I said, self, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Hmm. But not the Abana and the Farfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the rivers of Israel. Could I not wash in them and be what? Huh. Can I not wash in them and, and be clean? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. Old Naaman needs to conquer angriness. He needs to conquer his rage that he has because the man of God didn't do it how he expected him to do it. It says, and his servants came near and spoke to him in verse 13 and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was what? Clean. Clean. And he returned to the man of God and all of his aides, and came and stood before him, and he said, Indeed, now I know that there is what? No God in all the earth except in Israel. Now, therefore, please take a gift from your servant. You may be seated. Naaman here has a problem. He has a couple issues or a couple problems that's affecting him. First of all, he has the problem of wanting to get in the presence of the man of God. He has the problem of saying that the man of God's servants just ain't good enough. He needs to conquer not only his rage, he needs to conquer his pride. Some of you need to conquer your pride. You are so prideful that you are unwilling to even ask the church to help you. You are so prideful, you are unwilling to ask your parents or somebody to bail you out. You need to conquer that pride so that God can use you. You need to conquer that anger that's within you. Are you able to conquer the anger, anger and the rage you have because things don't go your way? Are you able to conquer it so that it do not control you because you don't get what you want? You throwing a fit like a little baby. Now you mad at the entire world because they don't operate or doing the things that you think that they should be doing. Are you able to conquer that? Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In Leviticus chapter 10, I'm just going to do the roll call. Just go through the word of God as God has given it to me. I will give it to you. In Leviticus chapter 10, Aaron's son, Nadab, and Abihu was killed for disobedience. Hmm. They offered the fire incorrectly when it was time for the sacrifice. Are you able to conquer your disobedience to God? Are you able to conquer your disobedience to your mother and your father? Not only that, 
since Aaron's boys was killed, the man of God, Moses, told him, man, you go on caring about your duty. It ain't time for you to mourn for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't with me yet. Are you able or have you conquered the death of a loved one? Are you still having problems with someone, your mother, your father that died 10 years ago, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago? Have you been able to conquer it through the power of the Holy Spirit? Have you been able to conquer that? First Kings chapter 17, uh, we had a, widow, a widow woman that Elijah went to. Out of all the widows that were in trouble during that particular time, he was only sent to a woman in Sarepta. He wasn't sent to his own folk. <laughs> he was sent to a woman in Sarepta. This widow woman had to conquer her fear of not having enough. That's right. She told the man of God, Elijah, she told him, she said, I'm about to bake up with a little what I have left so that me and my son can die. And the man of God had the audacity to ask her to give him some first. And it was nothing else left. She said, this is all I got. And you want me to give you the first piece? I only got a handful. Are you able to conquer your fear of not having enough? Don't you know that there's people fearful that they do not have enough food? They won't have a place to stay. They can't pay their bills. Are you able to conquer your fear of not having enough? Hmm. Have you conquered your fear of someone else replacing you? Hmm. You know, in churches, pastors might think that they're going to last forever. And they neglect to train up somebody else to replace them because of the fear that they might be better than them. Oh, yes, well, I'm talking about everybody, me included, everyone. Have we been able to conquer the fear of someone else replacing us? God told the man of a God, Elijah, he says, go and find Elisha. He said, that's your replacement, man. I need you to train him up. Don't wait till you're sick and on your deathbed to try to train somebody. Then it's too late. Are you able to conquer that fear of someone else replacing you? Hmm. I didn't say to you, are you able to deal with it or are you to cope with it? I didn't ask you, do you know how to make do with it? I asked you, are you able to conquer it? That's two different things. I can cope with a lot of stuff, Miss Barb, but I'm not able to conquer things. Hmm. So what does the word conquer mean? What does it mean to, to, to conquer something? Conquer means to get possession or control of it. That's what it means, to possess it or to control of it, to get control of it, to overcome it by physical mm, and spiritual means, to defeat it. That's what conquer means. So I'm asking you, are you able to conquer it, not cope with it? That's a big difference. Are you able to conquer whatever it is that's holding you back? 
You know, old Daniel, you know, old Daniel was thrown in the lion dens in Daniel chapter 6, wasn't he? Yeah. And, and, and Daniel being human like we all are, I'm sure that fear was on Daniel. But it said that the angel of the Lord came and shut up the lion's mouth. Oh, y'all ain't with me. How can you, or why would you have fear when God said, I will neither leave you nor forsake you? How can you have fear when God said, Lord, with you always, even until the ends of the earth? Are you able to conquer your fear, whatever it is? Daniel was able to conquer that because God was with him, because he trusted in God. Oh, Job, you know, old Job had a problem. You may not have found it when you read Job, <laughs> but Job had a problem. What was Job's problem? Job's problem was self-righteousness. Are y'all ain't with me still? Some of us need to conquer self-righteousness. You think that you are right all the time. You think you can't do no wrong or, or say no wrong. You need to conquer self-righteousness. The writer says in Romans chapter 3, he says, there's none righteous. No, not one. You follow me? You know, in Job, I mean, his friends asked him, said, can a man be more righteous than God? Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all got to know the word. You got to know the word. Understand here. You need to conquer self-righteousness. Are you, are you able to conquer anxiety? You know, some people, they just get so antsy. Antsy about everything. I'm antsy. I got to go to work tomorrow. Uh, I'm antsy. The kids are coming into town. I'm antsy, man. I, I got my grandkids coming. I ain't got no food in the house. And I don't have no money to buy any. I, I, I'm antsy, Brother Ed. My, my, my daughters are coming, Brother Ed. And, and I, you know, I ain't got cable. I ain't got nothing for them to do. I, you know, you get antsy. You, you follow me. You need to conquer anxiety. The word of God says, who can add one, 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 one cubit, one, one little bit to his stature? Why are you worried about things that you cannot control? <laughs> you follow me here. You got to conquer that through the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't you know some of us need to conquer our love for a man or a woman who doesn't love us back? You need to conquer that thing. Don't you know that Samson loved Delilah? But Delilah didn't love Samson. You follow me here? You need to conquer that love for a man or woman. A love you had 10 years ago, 5 years ago, last year, last week. Get over it. Move on. You follow me? Conquer your love for that man or woman. And you know they ain't good for you. I'm going to leave y'all alone. You need to conquer that. Again, I say, don't work around it. Don't cope with it. Conquer it. Are you able to conquer your disappointment in church leaders? Are you able to conquer the pastor didn't come see my family when they were in the hospital? Are you able to, to conquer that the pastor sent me out, the assistant, and I want to see the pastor? Are you able to conquer your disappointment in church leaders? Are you able to conquer your disappointment in leadership? God calls the leader, not you. 
And since God has called them, then that means they ain't serving you. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to leave you alone. Are you able to conquer your inability to forgive? I didn't say, are you able to cope with it? I didn't say if sister so-and-so come to church and you haven't forgiven her for something she did, I didn't say, you go sit over there. That's coping. I didn't say if she calls you on the phone, you ignore her call. You still are coping. You haven't conquered it. Conquering things takes boldness. You follow me? Conquering things takes the ability of God to indwell in you. You got to have God in you in order to conquer these things. Jesus said it best. He said uh, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, you know, you ask God to forgive you. And you said, as we forgive those who sin or trespass against us. And then you read on a little further, that's in Matthew chapter 6. He says, you expect God to forgive you. (laughs) Hmm. Huh. But if you don't forgive, how can you expect God to forgive you? Are you able to conquer your inability to forgive? Hmm. Are you able to conquer your greed for money? Don't you know that some people, Mr. Dale, that's all they think about. Money. They want to come up with the next great idea. Invent the next great thing. So that they can have money. Mm-hmm. Are you able to conquer your, your greed for it? Timothy, in, in First Timothy says, in First Timothy chapter 6, he says, but the love of money yeah, yeah. is the root. Uh-huh. The love of it. Yeah. No, you're not able to conquer it if that's all you're thinking about. If that's all your mind is consumed with is the money, then you will not be able to conquer your love for what? Money. Are you able to conquer your tongue? Are you able to conquer all that gossip? Talking about other people, how they are dressed, what they look like, how they act, what they say. Are you able to conquer yourself? When I ask you, are you able to conquer your enemy? You are your greatest enemy. It ain't sister so-and-so. It ain't that man that left me. You are your greatest enemy. My brothers and sisters, we must be able to conquer these things. You know, in Galatians chapter 5, it got bad. When Paul had to write to those folks and, and, and tell them about conquering. He says, now the works of the flesh are manifest. I'm Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. He said, they are manifest. He said, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, and lewdness. He said, adultery. We must conquer adultery and fornication. Adultery is different than fornication. They're two different things here. You follow me? Fornication deals more with Doing things out of wedlock. That's what it deals with. You follow me here? What I'm talking about here is saying, talking about conquering things so that it don't control you. A pedophile is controlled with what? Having inappropriate behavior with children. They're controlled. They're consumed 
by it. We must not allow these things to conquer us. I tell people, I said, man, I don't want nothing that is bad to control me. Whether it's cigarettes, alcohol, Mary Jane, whether it's any of that stuff, left-handed cigarettes, I don't want nothing to control me unless it's good for me. See, if you walk by the Spirit, you won't let the flesh control you. But you got to stay in the Spirit. Paul goes on and talks about all these things of my flesh that's controlling me that I need to gain control of. Don't you know that Paul hmm, had to conquer his ignorance of who Jesus was? He was ignorant of who, who Jesus was. On his road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9, Jesus, Paul said, who are you, Lord? Ignorance of who Jesus is. Some of you need to conquer your ignorance. Of who Jesus is. The brother Price, there you go, calling me ignorant. Ignorant only means you don't have knowledge of something. That's all it means. Lack of knowledge of a particular thing. You might be ignorant to how to search on the internet. You follow me? Nothing wrong with being ignorant. If you don't know, then find out. Paul had to conquer his ignorance. When Jesus had turned around, he was persecuting the church because he was ignorant of who the Lord Jesus Christ was. Some of you come to church Sunday after Sunday, but you're still ignorant to who Jesus is. Because if you wasn't still ignorant, then you would what? Do what the word of God has said. You'll stop being disobedient. You follow me here? We got to conquer these things that holding us back from committing and selling out to Christ. Don't you know that even Joseph had a problem? When his brothers came to him when, they was, when there was no food in the land, Joseph still had some bitterness. Some of you need to conquer your bitterness that you have for your family members. Conquer that bitterness. Get over it. That happens 5, 10, 20 years ago. Let it go. So God can use you. Conquer whatever it is that you have for your boss. The hate, the dislike that you have for your employer. You need to conquer that, Mr. Welch, so that it don't control you and stop you from being who God has called for you to be. You need to conquer these things. Mm. I need to conquer it, George. He said, I need to conquer my... Being not able to have unity with the fellow believers. Yeah, we talk about it in Sunday school, unity. Don't you know that people would prefer things fail than succeed if they don't get their way? Oh, yeah, a lot of people like that. They would prefer that things fail because it ain't going the way that they think it should go. You need to conquer that fear that you always got to be the one running the show. Conquer it. The show will go on, Miss Rosemary, if you ain't here. Conquer that thing. You know, I used to think of Catholic, man, I had to go to work, you know, back in the day. I said, man, I got to be there, man. They need me to do my job. And I learned something. 
conquered my fear there, Miss Angie. Caterpillar going to be in business if I ain't there. <laughs> you follow me? The church is still going to exist even if you don't show up. You follow me? You got to conquer these fears that we have, thinking it's all about us. Conquer your fear of selfish ambition. You know, there, there, there are some people, they'll do any and everything to get to the top. Oh, yeah, they will sell their soul in order to be successful or to get to that next level. You follow me? You see, there's only so much I'm far I'm willing to go. You follow me? There's only so far I'm willing to go. I must stay. I must maintain my loyalty to Christ first. Above anything else. Above my flesh. Because you do know my, my flesh wants to, to do some things. I got to control those things. I must conquer envy. Why are you so envious of what somebody else has? Don't you know that your God and my God owns everything? He said, you have not because you what? Oh, you got to conquer that fear. Don't be afraid to ask. Conquer your fear of not being able to ask someone for whatever you need. If you don't ask, how do you know if you won't get it? You must conquer that fear. Conquer your fear hmm, of lying. You know, some people, they've lied so much that they don't know how to tell the truth. I mean, every word they say is a lie. They'll get you so they're telling you half-truths. Or telling you a little lie. You got to conquer lying. Conquer these behaviors so God can fully use you. So, Brother Price, what is the recipe to conquer this? What's the recipe, right? I told you you need to conquer it, so now I've got to explain how you need to conquer it. Don't worry, I won't be that long. It won't take me that long here. So here, I, I read in the Word of God. It says, in John chapter 14 and 6, Jesus said, I am the way. Jesus, I am the way to conquer your enemy. He's the way that you can conquer yourself. He says, now I'm the way. He says, I am the truth. Jesus cannot lie. You follow me here. He says, I'm the way to conquer it. I am the truth. Now he says that, he says what? Jesus is able to what? Save your life. That's right. Jesus is able to save your life. Jesus has conquered sin and death. The writer said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Oh, death, what? Where is your sin? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Jesus has swallowed it up. Jesus has conquered the thing that you and I are afraid of the most, death. Jesus has conquered it, Bart. So that I no longer have to fear it because Jesus has already conquered it. The writer says in Philippians 4 and 13, he said, I can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me? Christ will help you be able to conquer those things, conquer my sinful nature. The writer says in Psalm 121, he said, I will lift up my eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. I have no reason to fear. You have no reason to fear. 
You don't have to fear what tomorrow's hold because I know who holds tomorrow. Huh. Romans 8 and 31, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, you don't have to worry about conquering lust. You follow me here? You know, David, he did have a problem, didn't he? Oh, David was bad, wasn't he? But some of us are just like that. You lust after things or people. You lie to get what you want. You have people killed in your mind. You haven't done it physically, but you've killed them in your mind. God has given us the ability to conquer these things. I'm going to conclude with 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 2 Corinthians, verse 7. I'm going to start at verse 7 here. This is your recipe to conquer the enemies that you have yourself. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, it says, and this is Paul talking. He says, unless I should be exalted above measure. Uh, be full of pride. Be filled up with himself. He says, by the abundance of the revelation, he said, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to, to buffer me or to correct me, lest I be exalted above measure. He said, Paul, Paul is saying, he said, he said, unless I get full of myself. See, I need to conquer myself. Because you know, I, I think more highly of myself than I ought to. I think I'm better than I really am. I don't think I have arrived and I really haven't. He's saying here, verse 8, he says, concerning this thing, he said, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. Huh. Verse 9 says, and he said to me, this is what he said, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. See, when you are weak, God says, depend on me. Because I am strong. I'm able to bear your burdens. He said, come unto me, ye all ye that are laboring and are heavy laden. Jesus said, I will give you rest. He's able to conquer your sleeplessness. Huh. He said that my strength is made perfect in weakness. See, when you're weak, you want to give up. But that's the time you should trust. Trust in Jesus because he said, now, now I can show up. Because now... What? You put self aside. And when you put self aside, he said, now I can do what I need to do. Now I can help you conquer and overcome that obstacle that's holding you back. And he goes on, he says here, therefore, most gladly, I rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He said, I rather boast about my lack. About my problems, so that the power of Christ. Y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all ain't with me. Hmm. Uh. He says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Hmm. He says, I take pleasure in them, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, when I'm weak, God can use me. 
Because then it's not by my power nor by my might, but by his spirit that he's able to help me conquer all those things that I yield to. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm done. Let Christ use you. Let the Holy Spirit dwell richly in you. Don't let whatever it is take control of you. Whatever it is that's holding you back, don't let it control you. Let Christ control you in the power and the spirit. Amen, church. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen.